Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Jury Moore, the podcast where we're getting married. Yeah. We're going to marry your face off. Uh, and, and, and we're going to do faces. it while we get married. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a thing that's going to happen. Really? What is it? Polygamy? What? You know, what? 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 That huh? escalated quickly. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, gotta, gotta marry everybody, right? No, All we don't faces. have to marry everybody. We're just you marrying just said, me and you. You just said we were marrying everyone's faces. Ah, fuck. I guess. Did I, did I say that? You did. Oh, poop. Welcome to our marriage, uh, everyone. All right. Well, welcome. You're all in on it now. If you heard it, it's legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our, I'm sure it's legal. our podcast. The We're most popular podcast on our Facebook. Yeah. Number one Facebook podcast. Number one right in the here. hood, G. Uh, so uh, we've, we've, uh, we've settled on, on a structure to the show. We have. Uh, we're going to have an update. The update is going to be up front. We're going to let you know. Where we are in the planning, if there's any kind of major thing that we want to involve everybody in and we want somebody to settle a fight, this is where the update's going to be. So let's go ahead and begin. This is the update. We have no update. Yeah, it's pretty much Really, it. that's pretty much. Segment one, knocked out. Done. Pro We're done. We're uh, done. See, really, uh, and it's always kind of frustrating having no update. And I almost feel like we have to have an update for the podcast yeah. every week just because... I get asked by other friends, like, so, you know, is this done? Yeah. You know, you, you invite this or that person? Yeah. You know, hey, is, you got this out yet? Where am I staying? I mean, there's a lot of that. Like, but, but also it's like, I feel like it's the, it, it's the only way I want to get, uh, I want to get wedding prep done. Is by force on a podcast? I mean, it makes me do it. Right. I mean, that's fair. Like, you know, because I would rather do like I would rather get it done and take my medicine and then have a podcast at the end of it than just planning a wedding. If I were just planning a wedding, I don't think I would. I'd, I would have to peel you off the floor first. I would I would not want to. Do, I mean, I don't want to do it. I don't like doing it. It's it's terrible. And I, I've already grown to loathe it. However, it's not the worst if it means we get to do a show. Yeah. So that's why this show exists. This show exists because it's forcing me to plan my wedding. <laughs> yep. The one one thing that we never really uh, finished, and we kind of mentioned this before, and I'll mention it again now that we actually kind of have the RSS feed that we could use to hear from people, is what to do about our bridal party. We've mentioned it twice, right? Well, and we I never really like, heard from well, we or should we even over, bring it up anymore? We went over it last, I mean, last Episode yeah, I because guess. I suggest that we sash it up, and you, uh, no. you did not like the sash. Nope. However, listen, I will say this: if if, if there is anybody, any uh, any any Etsy folks out there, any people who have ideas of things that they want to pitch to us, we are all ears, and you can email us at justinrobertyoung at gmail dot com. I'm not going to say I don't have a secret Pinterest board. I've seen your secret Pinterest. board. I know. And might I say, I'm, I judged it. What? I did. No. I did. No. Okay. So what? I judged it. What? Yeah. Uh huh. What part? I mean, I'm just saying some of that, some of that shit is tacky. I picked all the nerdy shit. Okay. I mean, it was tacky. Yeah, tacky. You don't like superheroes or. Eh. Oh, my God. Okay, get out of my face. I want a divorce. I mean, it just seemed like 
some basic ass like, hey, guess what? We're getting married, but also I like Green Lantern type of shit. Which we're better than that. You don't like Green Lantern? No, I actually fucking really don't like Green Lantern. Wow. And I will go on a wow. minute discussion Racist. of why Green Lantern sucks ass. Racist. His fucking, his vulnerability is yellow. What? Yeah, it is. The color yellow. It is some well, super dumb pulp comic nonsense. He's also racist. That is the hardest to retcon into any kind of legitimate reality. And I will fight anybody who thinks different. All, All right? right. If you want to well. fight me. Uh, did you see about <laughs> this this, this uh, Temecula thing? No. There, somebody on Christmas Day uh, got into a Twitter fight about Kobe Bryant the Los Angeles Lakers player. Uh, and the dude was like, I will come to your town and fight you. And then like, and they agreed to fight. And then the dude like tweeted pictures 50 miles from his hometown. Dude drove 50 miles to get into a fight uh, over Kobe Bryant, a physical throw hands fight. Who says Twitter isn't like real life? <laughs> well, I mean, apparently so. it was getting literally real. It was. Uh, anyway, right. so so, so yeah, if, first if, segment in the back. In the back, <laughs> I do want to give a. We're, we're do, we like to do listener shoutouts here on the show. Uh, big listener shout out because we have so many of our friends and family that are listening. Yes, I want to give a big shout out to uh, Tito, my friend Tito, who texts me the following. I'm going to read this word for word, so you know exactly. Uh, what he wrote. Why are you, are you like mocking me by going to your phone? I mean, I'm, I might be. I'm, I'm actually trying to find something too. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I get this text. Now, mind you, uh, Tito's parents are named Barb and Lou. Barbara Lou? Uh, yeah, Barbara and Lou. Uh, so Tito texts me. This is like, Two days before Christmas. Barb, Lou, and I are in the car driving home from New Jersey and listening to your podcast to find out if we're invited to your wedding. Don't spoil it. And so I wrote back, I won't. And then he wrote back, well, good. <laughs> Phew. Now, just wrap your head around that, okay? My buddy Tito is listening to this podcast with his parents. Do you understand the gravity, the popularity of this show? I still, I still don't, I haven't, I don't, ah, I still haven't figured it out. Right? This is Facebook popular. Everybody's yeah. down here. So, so go ahead and let us know you're listening to the show if you want to get next week's listener shout out. Wherein we yell about somebody who we're blown away listening to the show. Can we mention something that relates uh, uh, at all to Jury Moore that I feel like we have to shame into listening to Jury Moore now? Okay. Um, guy named Brian that we met. Okay. When we were in Ohio. Yes, we were in Ohio, and that that basically that's our that's our big topic for this week is our, our trip to Ohio. It's why we have no more up, uh, why we have no updates is because. I, uh, uh, we, we were in, we were doing holiday shit for the last couple of days. We were. But while we were in Ohio, we, we went out to one of my favorite bars in the world, a 16 bit bar in Columbus, Ohio. And, uh, we ran into somebody that listens to Night Attack. Mm hmm. 
And apparently, literally everything that you guys do. Yeah. Like. He's it, a rad dude. Yes. Totes rad. Yeah. So thanks, Brian, for being rad. But he doesn't listen to Jury more, and this is how we find out if he listens to it. So every day <laughs> that I go by. shaming this I mean, man? No. Why are you? Wait, this is, seems like a weird, bizarre thing. No, for no, you not to really. Do. I'm sorry. That was like, me. Why would you want to take up time on the show to shame somebody who's no, nice okay. enough? No, okay. No, he was great. He bought us drinks. He like, did. He was a very good guy. He was really cool. Brian's rad guy. Uh, uh, all right. And, and Mike anyway. N300 says, damn it, I got really excited for a second. I was at the 16 bit bar in Cleveland. Uh, well, we were in the one in Columbus. Yep. Uh, but you could have been hours. like Brian and, and showed up and, and seen me in the wild and it would have been a fun time. Let's talk about Ohio, though. We mentioned it before we left. Uh, this was going to be the first time that we were going to do the tour, the We're Getting Married tour in front of uh, your your family. Uh, your family is, is uh, you know splits up for the most part on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. The mom yep. side of your family does stuff. On Christmas Eve, the dad side of your family on Christmas Day, we were girding ourselves. Oh, uh, I was so scared. We were gonna, we were gonna brave us talking about the wedding nonstop, twenty four hours a day. And especially, I was really freaked out because I had my dad on the phone a few days before. Yeah, where he's like, "Oh, it's okay. You don't have to talk to me on the phone about all these wedding questions that I'm asking you right now. We'll just wait till you're in Ohio." And you know so that was we ominous foreshadowing. Oh ominous. yes, because we don't really talk all, that often, you know. So you knowing that dad. he had a yeah, knowing that he had a point of conversation, yeah, that we had to this talk was about. Happen. Like fuck, I'm gonna have to talk to everybody. And um, how'd it go? I might have talked about the wedding once. We didn't talk twice? about the wedding at all. No, with not really. Nobody gave her a poop. Nobody loves us. Nobody loves us. We We're unloved. We could be dead right now. And they like, wouldn't for, even know. We, you know. That's not true. No, probably not. Uh, but uh, there was far less wedding talk than I think either of us thought. And I think we know why. My sister had a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, a little bundle of poop and joy. And it's an adorable little uh, little child, only a few months old, right? Yep. Uh, and 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 your sister and her uh, boyfriend are very doting parents. Uh, they were everybody was buzzing around the baby. Nobody gives a shit, right? Nope. Nobody gives a rat's ass. Just want to hold the baby. Everybody, everybody's buzzing around the baby, right? <laughs> you know. I feel like we got a little uh, a little a little too hurt by that. That nobody. No. Like I feel like we were such. Foot stomping attention was, whores when we when we left like oh my god everybody's gonna talk about the wedding how annoying can you believe it and then we got there nobody wanted to talk about the wedding and we we're like oh, come on assholes why well we were talking why don't you care about our wedding my uncle Terry yeah. was the only person that I can think of that actually asked about the wedding yeah um. And he asked a couple of questions, and we kind of had to explain. Apparently, my dad, like, nobody had really talked to anybody about yeah. it. So he had no idea it was in Atlanta, I don't think. He didn't know what Dragon Con was. He didn't understand how weird it was going to be. So, like, we got maybe two, three questions in. And, by the way, in my head, I, I had everything prepared. So, like, if they ask A, 
answer with B. Yeah. You know, so I could just spit it off. You were a little worried about it because like my my family knows what I do. I think a lot more has a better handle on what I do. So when when I say, oh, we're getting married at Dragon Con, they've at least probably heard somebody in my family talk about Dragon Con. Yeah. Uh, For your family, it is like explaining a whole different bizarre construct of society. Yes. And so you have to start out at like, there's a thing called television and on television there are shows and people are fans of shows. And like you have to go all the way. It's like explaining it to aliens, like why we are getting married at Dragon Con. At least that's what we were worried about. But, but he, nobody even brought it up. Nobody cared. Like and and when not that they care, I'm sure they care. But like even with my uncle Terry, we got two or three questions deep and then it's like, Oh, the baby's good baby's gonna be here soon. You know, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Well, which is fine. It's cute, baby. And I'm going to say something. It's cute, baby. Not hurt. For the record, your Uncle Terry, who is awesome, and I love your Uncle Terry, uh, he asked about the wedding about an hour before he went to go take a, an, an, an unscheduled nap. He, <laughs> yeah. He got very tired. He was very tired. He woke up. He had some tired juice. <laughs> <laughs> and by the end of the the bottle of tired juice was done at the end of it and he had to go take a nap but an hour before he was interested <laughs> about the wedding yeah so we did it, it was not tremendous market penetration for us yeah not really and the only other people I think like I talked to my sister Kelsey yeah briefly about the wedding mm-hmm. but it was just a like oh you know well, just- your sisters were, were very interested in it because they have they, they have parts in it you know so I yeah. think they were they were into it, uh, but even then, like it was a impassing conversation of like, oh, do you figure out what we're wearing yet? So this is something that I want to ask you because something, and I don't know how much of this has come through on the podcast, but I, when we talk about like who's coming in our in our list compiling conversations, in our list compiling conversations, <clears throat> I have X amount of people. I kn- I'm pretty sure are definitely coming. Right, and they're all family, friends, stuff like that. And you are always, I wouldn't say dismissive, but very quick to say, none of my family's coming. Yeah. I don't think a lot of my family's coming. Yeah. You know? And I am like, man, whatever, man. Like, you know, more of your family's going to come than than you think. Having been there and talked for however small amount we talked about it, do you think any more or less of your family is going to come than you initially thought? About the same. Right. About the same. About the same. Like, I think my my sisters will come. My dad will come. I'd be surprised if much more comes than that. Like, maybe some aunts and uncles if they get crazy. But my family doesn't really tend to travel much for things. Yeah. And it's also, to top it all off, you know, it, it's an expensive point of entry because like not only do they have to travel to atlanta yeah and get a hotel yeah but they had to pay for dragon con for this unknown clusterfuck that i had to speak of as if it were on mars yeah you know um so there were are all these high points of entry for them to get in and i think a lot of it too many hurdles yeah in part money in part it's crazy and they're not sure what to expect you know they dad's into it well, my dad's super into costuming. 
Can he we has, actually? Can we actually? This is actually maybe something we should have put in the update, but it is something that we want to get out there. Because your dad, he had an idea of what he wants to come as, which is a really good idea. Should we say it? I think we should say. No, it. let's do it. I think it'll because be great. I think if somebody has one or they know somebody that has one, it might be good. Ashley's father wants to come as Darth Vader because he really wants to say, "I am your father." Yeah. Basically. Uh, but he also didn't want to spend $600 on a new costume. So, we put it out there. I know there's a lot of people out there that listen to this show. Although, apparently, they're all our family. So, I don't know who in our family will own a Darth Vader costume. But, should we reach anybody who has a spare Darth Vader costume lying around or know somebody who would like to rent one for a reasonable fee, we have measurements, willingness, and... Maybe a few shekels to throw your way to rent it during Dragon Con or have it shipped to Ohio, California, or both at the same damn time. Surgeon Chatroom says, none of that should matter. These folks are going to make their own choices. Do what you want. It's your thing. Down the road, you won't ever look back and feel great about how much you compromise to gain favor with family demands. I think we're going to pass the point of, of, of compromising for family demands. Yeah, right? I, I, I think so, too. I mean, you know, at first there was a little bit of grumbling from some family members that I know would have liked to have come but just aren't going to be able to for one reason or another. And that's that's fine. Like, I, I understand. Like, you know, but in all reality, I think either one of us would have family complain if the if I had the wedding in Florida – or you had the wedding in Ohio, you know, kind of going both ways with family where people would be yeah. grumbly about Although, it. Although, to be fair, I think it would be far more likely if we got married, we'd be getting married in California. I don't think that it, yeah. like, easily the third and fourth in whatever order you want to put them options would have been Florida or Ohio. Yeah. Uh, the one other thing we did in Ohio was I visited your hometown. Yeah. Are okay. you nervous about that? Um. Not particularly, like not for you to come and see it. It it had just been so long since I've been to my hometown and I've never had very high opinions of it, even when I was living there. Um, You want to give it out? Crestline, Ohio. Yeah. Crestline, Ohio is where we visited. That's where you grew up. Went to high school? Yep. Most of high school and in part vocational school. Mm -hmm. What were... So what, what what were your assumptions? As we rolled in, we took a little bit of a, a detour to go see it. What did you think my reactions were going to be? I just really had no idea because it's just like there's not a lot there. Yeah. I just kind of – yeah, I have no, I had no idea. I really had no assumptions going into it. It was very – it was more built up than I thought it was going to be. The way you talk about it makes it sound like it's like, you know, some old dusty, you know, western town with like a swinging gate and a tumbleweed going through the town. Well, we didn't go to see my high school. That was much more accurate. But like, because my high school has like cornfields on three sides. By the way, we have a very Ohio-centric chat room apparently tonight. Panda Squirrel said, my favorite auto junkyard is in Crestline. Yeah, there is actually like a really popular junkyard there. Well, there we go. But that's about all it's got going for it. It's a junkyard. Uh, I don't even know if the ruins are there for the, the railroad turning around thing. What are they called? I was talking Turn to you about, about that. Is that what they're called? Yeah. I think they might have tore that down. But yeah, there's not a whole lot there. 
Though I learned there's a creek named after my family somewhere. Mm, we Par- didn't find that out. Paramore Creek. The I've- one thing that really... I guess it, it was more John Mellencamp than Little House on the Prairie. What does that mean? Like, John Mellencamp was a dude who's like, grew up in a small town, and like very much a, a fetishization of small town, blue jean, football on Friday nights, America. Which is odd, because I think he was Canadian. Yeah. Uh, but... It was it was it was very much that it was like I, I could see it. I don't know if it has a a well attended high school football program, but it seems like the kind of town that would have a well attended high school football program. Uh, they did at least because they used to have like a fucking state championship years ago. Oh, hi, Andrew Maine. Wait, it's a call in make, the middle of a show. It's not going to make any sense. I know they can't hear that. I know. No, they oh they no they can't. No, you're just yelling Andrew's name. Yeah. Suck it, Andrew. <laughs> okay. There wasn't a phone ringing. Um. Anyway. But no, I mean, I, I, I didn't think I was overplaying it, but you know. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, so like, it, I, I, I think I wrapped my head around it a lot better uh, after having seen it. And the thing that really delighted me the most was uh, time had not worn well. On one of your former enemies. You told me a story about a pizza shop. <laughs> yeah. My first job was working for a little pizza shop that will you. remain unnamed. Um, I was just old enough to work, so I was like 15 and a half or something. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was like into the Wiccan thing. Mm-hmm. So like I decided I was a witch and was really into that for yeah. a while, for a year or so. <laughs> and I got this job at this pizza place and I never ever talked about it. But one of my coworkers found out that I was into the Wicca thing. I'm like, oh, it's well, because it's a town of like 11 people. So I had a book and I'm like, oh, well, I'll bring it to work and you can borrow it. One of the managers saw it, and I got made fun of relentlessly for about a week. And at the end of it, I'm like, well, to hell with it. If you can't beat them, join them. So I took a broom to work with me. And oh, I, I didn't hear that you, no, you didn't tell me that you antagonized them. No, because at that point, I was just getting made fun of every single day. Okay. So I took a broom to work. I put it by my jacket, and uh, that was it. The next week, I wasn't on the schedule. I called in and they told me that I was basically fired because I was preaching my religion by showing so they, up with so a broom they, and letting right, someone so borrow a buck. making fun of you because yeah. you Dude, were I went, the witch. I was crying like I was a little kid. So, all right, but you were you were crying and then you decided to make to like at least make it a, get in on the joke. Yeah. And bring a uh, bring a broom in. Yeah, and I had like one of the almost like comically looking like sticks with the straw on it all tied up. Yeah. And that was it. And so they I'm like, oh, I flew that, here. They take that as, oh, wait, you it wasn't, are you well, are now proselytizing the Wiccan religion. Apparently, uh, and it wasn't um, to be clear. Like the owners weren't working in the shop. Yeah, but the owners were Catholic. Yeah, and like somehow through the management that was making fun of me, but then also like laughed about it kind of later. Um, apparently, word got around to the owners. And then, you know, basically, 
that, that was you devil's work. So I was fired. Yeah. I was off the schedule. And um, I think so. People in the chat room are are incensed by this, and and they're and they're and they're all saying uh, that's that's a fire that, that it's illegal, that it's a discrimination. And, and, and my, that's where you guys were. You, you, my parents, your parents were almost going to take action. My parents had considered it, and then it just kind of like fell off the radar. And I think the reality is, is because small town politics. Yeah. You know, in the town of eleven, do we really want to bring a lawsuit that brings all the attention on our family or when we have two younger wage, kids? Or probably a less than minimum wage pizza job, right? Because oh, a yeah. restaurant they can afford to pay you three twenty five an hour, basically. Uh, I think it was, yeah. was five fifteen. Okay, time. so you got minimum. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, but meanwhile, ah, uh, sweet revenge. Sweet revenge. Because we rolled in in a fly-ass rented Kia Soul in the Crestline, Ohio, gleaming white like the Pope's teeth. And next thing you know, we roll by that pizza shop. Yeah, you, you can knock on the door, ask for a pizza. You better hope... That somebody's got a couple Totinos in there because there ain't no pizza shop anymore. It's a, it's a bunch of uh, apartments. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ha! Mm-hmm. Suck it, pizza place. So we went and had uh, lunch with my friend uh, Matt Finley and his uh, girlfriend Beth, and we told them this story. And I think he summed it up the best when he exclaimed, the spell worked! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and finally, the curse has come to bear. Lo, it will be 20 and 14 when your pizza empire will crumble and in the ruins, apartments will rise. I think that's what happened when I lit that candle. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> uh, that, right. I was that boisterous, too. There about we go. It. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, and, and I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas. This is going to be a pretty short episode because, to be honest, we've been busy surviving the holidays and haven't really done a whole lot. But uh, we were it was very important to us to uh, come out and make sure that we recorded something and spent some time with you guys. Thank you to everybody who was there in the chat room. Now that the new year is, is happening, we will uh, be on a, a more regular schedule. And one of those regular schedule things is making sure that we read our feedback. Feedback, you can send it uh, to justinrobertyoung at gmail.com. Make sure you put Jury Moore in the subject line. That is J-U-R-Y-M-O-R-E. This one comes in from our, 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 our one of our, our dearest Diamond Club friends. Yep. Mitzula. Who's not going to be at the wedding, but he writes in anyway. What a, what a jerk. Uh, since I've been binge catching up on Jury Moore. I think the whole wedding at Dragon Gun is a legit idea, and I would be there with bells on and a silly costume if it weren't for open, opening weekend for college football. That's because Mitsula takes pets uh, for a living in Las Vegas. Here's his big suggestion. Keep the ceremony short. Vegas weddings are no more than eight minutes. Even Elvis only got eight minutes. A college friend of mine got married in the traditional Catholic mass. She was from a huge Catholic family. It was the proper part of the of a mass wedding. We're talking like 90 minutes in church, full mass, plus the wedding. It was long, and I was born and raised Catholic. They also took an hour during the reception so that people could go to the evening mass service because apparently in God's eyes, a wedding slash mass doesn't count as your weekly church requirement. 
And he also adds uh, in his third topic, if Ashley's extended family isn't super happy with Atlanta, you could always do a small reception for you on a later date in Ohio, like on Thanksgiving or something. Nothing huge, but a small gathering for her family, maybe a little ring ceremony, a meal, and then a parade of gifts. So I think as we get closer, we're going to get more into exactly what the running time of this this, uh, ceremony is going to be. We have the hour. Uh, and, and I don't want to get into it now because it's a, a much larger can of worms in terms of exactly how long things are going to last. Yeah. I mean, really, I don't think we'll be utilizing the entire hour. It depends how much show we're putting into this. And there's going to be a lot of show, uh, yeah, yeah, but that's worms, a can of worms. Can of worms. Many weeks. Worms. Many, many weeks. Worm, many, many weeks. Worms aren't vegan. Uh, worms aren't vegan. I'm sorry. So how about this? Would you consider having a little ceremony in Ohio. Uh, I mean... Because I know how I'm voting. I'm writing down my vote. That's way more travel. We're doing so much travel this year. Yeah. Um, I, vote, I vote no. Of course you vote no, because you hate Ohio. I, whoa! Whoa! Where do you get that? Okay. You <laughs> would take every moment you could to complain about Ohio Whoa. and the cold Whoa. and the only Where are you getting all this besides direct quotes from me <laughs> in Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love your family. And I actually there's a lot of parts that are, that I really like about Ohio. I like Cleveland, I like uh I like Columbus. Like I have I mean Matt and Beth are two of my best friends. I love spending time with them. There's a lot to like in Ohio. It's just Ohio. It's the Ohio-ness of it all that I that I. It's just it's not my natural habitat. I think a lot of the what we had anticipated doing for like the idea of local family getting to see us was going to be Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? Yeah. So the idea that hey, the people that you know may or may not be coming to the wedding, they get to see us here together, you know, leading up to it, and like. When we were in Fort Lauderdale, your Aunt Terry and Uncle Bobby, um, which is really confusing since I have an Uncle Terry and Uncle Bobby, um, <laughs> they they made a little thing and had a little speech and champagne glasses and it was cute, cutesy yeah. and whatever. So like we kind of had that little thing there and with my family didn't really have that. Yeah. I don't know. I guess the anticipation for me is like these holidays were going to be our almost not ceremony ceremony. Well, I mean, to be honest. Like, here like, you get to see us. It's not even necessarily Ohio or your family or anything like that. It's just I don't know how interested I am in just doing any kind of traditional stuff at all. Like, I, I always find it to be a little weird and a little like it's just not, I think, our scene. We would rather just sit around with a bunch of friends and talk. And if they want to talk about the wedding, we can talk about the wedding and everything. But I think we just like spending time with our friends. We're social people and we get, we get our attention whore fix on shows like this. Yep. You know, so thanks guys. So uh, I I don't feel like we need to like, there's not a point in in for us that we're like, Oh, well we need to be the center of attention and everybody needs to come and show that they love us. You know, like, we can do our own thing. We're going to do a big fat attention to our ceremony. We're crowdsourcing our love. Sure. But at the same time, you know, we don't need the, the whole regular, the regular stuff. We don't need the regular show. And not the regular show like the cartoon, but like a regular dog and pony show. 
word. Mm-hmm. So if you would like to send in, uh, and, and hopefully we are going to, in the next episode, start to do more general couple stuff. So we won't be able to send in general couples questions or single people's questions that you want us, a couple that is about to take the next step into marriage, to answer for you. We're going to go ahead and do it right here on the show. So send in anything that you would like for us to talk about to justinrobertyoung at gmail.com. Make sure you put jury more, J-U-R-Y-M-O-R-E. In the subject line. That's about it. That's it. Where can people find you, Ash? Healthy Addict. Pretty much everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. We've really gotten into Snapchat lately. Snapchat. Oh, my God. We we had, you had made, well, I guess this wasn't Snapchat. You had made a hashtag for us that we didn't use. Uh, oh, hardly, we hardly home. used, yeah. Well, because we weren't, it was, it was, we were mainly going to use it in our five-hour wait in D.C., and then our five-hour wait turned into an hour wait. That I pretty much failed doing the, the Weird Things podcast. So we yep. didn't really have a whole lot of time. We Which I Snapchatted you doing that, too. Uh, we did. But I, I've, I've recently... I understood that Snapchats are really supposed to be watching people's stories. And not just going back and forth. And that's like totally changed the game for me. And I know that I'm like 90 years old that I just realized that. But now I love it. Old love balls. It Old saggy balls. It, I do. My balls are both old and saggy. Um. Until next week, guys. Have we come up? We haven't come up with time. No. Eat all your vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>